G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as you know, India is in the grip of crisis with COVID cases overwhelming the medical system. You might let your imagination run wild as mission hospitals serving the most underserved populations in India are now in the thick of the battle as they're facing an overwhelming wave of COVID patients. There's a major shortage of medical supplies for critically ill patients and hospitals are scrambling to meet the shortfalls throughout India. Well, we're checking in today with the organisation HealthServe Australia who are running a Help India COVID-19 appeal. Well, HealthServe shares a Christ-centred approach to their medical mission. Dr Michael Burke is a medical doctor with 30 years in global health. He's the executive officer with HealthServe Australia. Michael, welcome along to 2020. Uh, Neil, great, great to be with you, great to be with your team. It's a delight to speak with you again and it's an honour to be with you and Vision Christian Media, Media and the 2020 listening community today. Michael, hospitals turning patients away, that's a concern. How widespread is that? Very common, Neil, sadly. I was on the phone last night talking to um, colleagues uh, in India and I had uh, several stories. Um, they have many problems. Um, they're in a situation where they're very much overwhelmed. Uh, I was speaking to a colleague um, in a hospital um, in um, central India between Mumbai and Nagpur. Uh, they were in a situation where um, they had a small hospital. Um, they need to allocate most of the beds now to COVID-19. Um, so they have to turn people away from uh, the general hospital services because they're overwhelmed. And then with the COVID-19 services, they're in a situation where they A, they may not have beds, or B, they may not have oxygen to help people. Um, very desperate situation. Uh, health workers are becoming sick, and the staff are doing such a fantastic job, you know, truly with a great love of patients in their heart. Uh, and I've heard in one hospital, a hospital where I spoke to last night, that they were even in a situation where they were diverting their own salaries into patient care, and Neil, they've been doing that for the past seven months. So these are great people with a great heart for the poor, the marginalised and the um, uh, the people in rural India. And we know that in India, most of the Christian hospitals are serving this group of people. Uh, again, they've got a great heart for the poor and the marginalised. Uh, and these are the hospitals that really people can more easily afford to go to. Uh, I must say the government is doing a good job and the mission hospitals are working very closely with the government. The government's done well in that it's put in a national insurance scheme, and this is helping, but still it's very difficult for people to afford the general costs of seeing a doctor or having an intervention. And now that COVID-19 is causing such a major impact in so many places, hospitals are having to change their roles. I was her, I talked to another colleague last night who said that her she was instructed that her maternity ward was to become a COVID ward, uh, because there is just such an incredible demand on services. But they're again in a situation, Neil, 
where they may not have the basic equipment to provide the basic services. They may not have the oximeters. They may not have the oxygenators. They may not have the breathing assistance apparatus. And in those situations, uh, they sadly have to turn people away until a bed becomes available or there's oxygen on hand. Michael, we've seen a lot of media reports and desperation from people in India around COVID issues. Is it the case that the situation is much worse than what we're seeing even in the media? Um, well, I have, I have talked to a range of people um, and it's, uh, it does seem that uh, possibly the, uh, the numbers that we're hearing in uh, the international media are in fact an underestimate of what's actually happening on the ground. You mentioned the staff, staff even using their own wages to help to support the effort there fighting COVID on behalf of their patients. From what I understand too, staff mentally and physically exhausted by the whole process, that's challenging in itself, isn't it? Oh yes, very very much so, Neil. Yes, look, um, like like all uh, Christian people working in the health sector, um, these people are very much concerned with people's physical problems. So yes, they're coming in, they've got shortness of breath, they're, they're struggling to breathe, they're doing the best to mobilise the appropriate uh, examination services and then the appropriate treatment, uh, and very much oxygen is part of that. But of course, they're anxious and they're frightened, and it's very hard both on the patients and their families. For the patients, they have to be uh, you know, isolated from their families, and they, it's a very difficult and dark time. And for those that unfortunately succumb and die, it's a very lonely death because they, they, they die without the support of their family. And then, of course, the funerals can't go ahead in the usual way because of uh, fears of transmission. Uh, so it's very difficult for uh, patients. Uh, it's very difficult for their families. Um, there's enormous financial pressures on them to try and afford uh, um, with the little that they have to... Um, you know, uh, purchase the opportunities to access uh, treatments such as oxygen, which is very difficult to come by. Um, and of course, they're very much grieving. There's a lot of fear. Um, I understand there's uh, mental health issues, people becoming anxious and depressed, uh, and more widely, um, with uh, restrictions on uh, general business and general activities, the uh, local um, food supply systems are at risk also of becoming stressed and uh, people uh, may have difficulty in accessing sort of the basic elements of uh, sustaining their own daily lives. Michael, in just a moment, I'll give listeners a web address where they can actually give to the appeal that you've got running now. Give us some insight here because the Valor Christian Hospital is like a university, but there's something like 250 hospitals in a network here that people would be supporting if they make a gift today. Yes, yes. Um, the, uh, there are 250 hospitals related to CMC Valor, related to the Christian Medical Association of India and related to the Emanuel Hospital Association. Uh, many of these people have trained at CMC Valor, which is the Christian Medical Centre Valor. Um, and uh, I was talking last night to Dr. Kriya John, who's the uh, Chief Executive of Christian Medical Association India, uh, and they have put together a very uh, significant and uh, detailed plan uh, on the needs of all hospitals, particularly in the areas of oxygenators and uh, breathing assistance equipment. So if there's money to provide some of these urgent needs, is there challenge in getting them to the right place where they can be used and be most useful? Uh, good question, Neil. We've, uh, we've looked into that and look, we're confident that we've got an excellent collaboration both with um, CMC, 
CMC Valor graduates, the alumni of CMC Valor in Australia, uh, Christian Medical Association of India, um, and the Emmanuel Hospitals Association. And we've got a, a very, uh, uh, I think, uh, safe um, uh, way to uh, transfer uh, generous gifts from people to people in need. One of the challenges, no doubt, is going to be in the way of those consumables that your staff would be using, the personal protective equipment. Uh, that's a challenge too. Is there a lack of that? Uh, yes, there's also a need in that particular area. Um, people will, uh, some of the funds will be dedicated to uh, keeping uh, health workers uh, safe uh, as they continue to provide you know, very uh, 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 life-saving treatment uh, to people who are very sick. So, yes, we think the, the, the money that people generously give can go to support of a whole range of equipment, including oxygenators and breathing support and uh, provision of uh, protective gear for health workers. And people, uh, if they would like to make a generous donation, uh, we're very keen to see uh, people um, being able to bring messages of health, hope and wholeness and we'd ask people to generously consider by visiting the Health Serve Australia website. That's www.healthserve.org.au, www.healthserve.org.au. And we encourage people to be generous um, as uh, we're working with people who've got great hearts and serving both a loving God and a community that they're very committed to with great generosity and with great compassion and dedication. Michael, a lot of people are saying, how long can this go on? From those who are your contacts on the ground, how are they feeling? Optimistic that there could be some breakthroughs, that there could be some slowdown, or are they feeling that this hasn't even reached its peak yet? Uh, well, uh, the Christian uh, medical hospitals in, Indi in India are working very closely together with the government and uh, I was encouraged last night to hear that at least among health workers there's a reasonably high level of vaccination and Neil, let's hope that as uh, vaccination activities continue to move forward that there will be an easing of all the stresses on the health system caused by the virus. Now, you've actually got two campaigns running, but rather than confuse everyone, let's give that website, that single website where listeners today could make a donation to this campaign. It's healthserve.org.au, healthserve.org.au. And, of course, we've been talking about the Valor Christian Hospital. It's based in Tamil Nadu, and there's a network of 250 affiliated hospitals and these hospitals are run on a Christian ethic isn't that right Michael? Very much so very much so with a great love of the Lord Jesus Christ and a great commitment to the people of their communities yes. So for listeners wanting to make a difference to make a donation and to know something that you do can be worthwhile in the lives of people in India who are in desperation here's that website again it's healthserve.org.au Dr. Michael Burke is a medical doctor, 30 years in global health. He's executive officer with HealthServe Australia. Michael, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Neil, great to talk to you and great to talk to your listeners. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.